Young Americans. It is 12 minutes past 11th Friday uh, morning, and that is the time where we do sports and all uh, with Danny Hicks. Danny, how are you, sir? Good morning. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, just uh, it's, a, it's a busy, busy time for football this time of year. Um, we're sort of post the final international break. We're semi-finals in the European competitions this week. We'll talk about it in a minute. FA Cup semi-finals at the weekend, and we're coming obviously to the nub end of the the Premier League season. So lots to talk about. Last night, um, it was the Europa League semi-finals. And um, as with the Champions League semi-finals, we've got two English teams through. Uh, Man United beating Granada last night, uh, 2-0, 4-0 on aggregate. And Arsenal having, you know, probably their best result, probably their best performance of, of the entire season uh, for the Gunners last night. 4-0 away at... Um, at uh, Slavia Prague, who, wow. uh, you know, a difficult place to go to normally, uh, and they did it without their, uh, you know, their leading striker and captain Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Who poor, poor sod, he's, he's in hospital with malaria. He caught malaria apparently on international duty with Gabon wow. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, he's he's tweeted or, or sent pictures out from Instagram from his hospital bed. Doesn't look in a good way. The poor. Poor fella says he's on the men, but uh, mattered not for Arsenal. Goals from Pepe, two from Lacazette and one from Saka. Three in a six-minute spell in the first half, actually, and uh, saw them through comfortably to a semi-final where they will play Villarreal uh, in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, Mikel Arteta, the Arsenal manager, talking about it afterwards, said it was, uh, you know, it was it was great to win away in such style after a one-one draw at the Emirates in the first leg. Here's Mikel. We came into a tough place. This team hasn't lost at home, I think, in almost two years. So to do what we've done tonight, um, credit to the players for how they approach the game and how brave they were in our approach. And then I think when we demand them efficiency, I think today is a good example of the level of efficiency that you need to win uh, matches in Europe away from home like this. Got to be efficient, eh? Yes, I mean... Prague not lost at home for two years or something and go and beat them 4-0 I and mean, that's that's quite something so they will play Villarreal of Spain in the semis Villarreal overcoming Dinamo Zagreb conquerors of Spurs in the previous round 3-1 on aggregate um, while Man United will play Roma after their 2-0 win in Sp- uh, against Granada of Spain after a 2-0 win in Spain in the first leg now um, Manchester United got a got a Interesting record under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. They've reached hmm. this is the fifth semi-final in cup competitions they've reached cool. uh, under under uh, since uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, took over. But they've never got past the semi yet. Uh, and and uh, obviously Ole talking afterwards is hoping this time it'll be different and they might reach a final at last. When you get to a semi, uh, it, it that's the nature of the game. You you're playing against good teams. We played against some good teams, so uh, uh, but we we relish uh, the chance again to to go to a final. I think the I've seen the determination, the the attitude in every player that we want to go one further because the disappointment of of the defeats that we've had they give us the motivation to. Uh, to go one step further and hopefully end the season on a high. He's very optimistic, isn't he? He sounds very optimistic. Yeah. He sounds upbeat, and why not? I mean, they're, uh, you know, they go after all the pressure and all the flack he was taking earlier in the season when they were struggling a bit, you know, after they lost 6 1 at home to Spurs and had a few bad results. I mean, they've come through great, haven't they? They're there, 
They're nailed on for second place in the Premier League, so they're going to be in the in the Champions League next season. And they've got a chance of winning the Europa League for, what, the second time in four years. Um, and a chance of an all-English all uh, final against Arsenal with, with them being split in the semi-final. Much like the Champions League, where uh, Manchester City will play PSG uh, in one semi-final and uh, Chelsea will play Real Madrid in the other. So we've, we've got the prospect of possibly... You know, two all-English European finals this year, which would be amazing. Uh, uh, and, of course, talking of semi-finals, we've got the FA Cup semi-finals uh, this weekend, as I said, uh, kick-off tomorrow with Chelsea and mm. Man City, those two teams, I just said, who could meet in the Champions League final. Here they are, uh, both through the semi-finals of Champions League and clashing in a in an FA Cup semi-final. That's at uh, half-past midnight our time, 5.30 kick-off in the UK at Wembley of course, on neutral ground. And, and City, of course, are continuing to chase what would be an unprecedented quadruple. They're in the semi-finals of the Champions League. They've got a final, League Cup final against Tottenham next Sunday uh, at Wembley. They've got semi-final FA Cup. And, of course, they're, they're looking home and hosed, uh, far away, leading, uh, running away with the Premier League, which looks like they, they're... So, you know, four times never been done it, before. It's their year, isn't it, Danny? It really is, yeah. And and nobody was talking about them at the start of the season. Everyone mm. was talking about Liverpool and Tottenham mm. when they were top of the league. Even Southampton and teams like that were top of the league for a while. And Man City were quietly going about their business very efficiently and just picking up points, picking up points. And they've been relentless since Christmas, haven't they? And, uh, you know, not notwithstanding the fact that they, they did lose to Leeds last week, which was a bit mm. of a shock. Um, Leeds down at 10 men as well. But, you know, the, the, that's the nature of the Premier League. Every team can can beat every other team given the right conditions on the day. I mean, the, the Man City had 29 shots on target, Leeds had two, and Man City mm. lost 2-1. So one of those games, you know. So what's going on inside Jurgen Klopp's head, do you think, uh, at the moment? You know, I mean, it, it really hasn't been. It's the opposite of last year, you know, for, for yeah, Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and it seems hard to, you know, they've gone out of the Champions League this week um, to Real Madrid. It looks, you know, it, it's going to be a trophyless season. And uh, it's a time to to reflect and rebuild, I guess, at Liverpool a little bit. And they've got a they've had some injury problems this season. You know, they've been without Jordan Henderson for a long time. They've been out without um, Virgil Van Dijk. I mean, that you can you can cope with those sort of injury problems for a few games, but over the the, the majority of the season, they're going to take their toll. And the front three, uh, the much vaunted front three of you know um, Mane. Uh, Salah and Firmino just not been quite firing. Salah's been as good as ever, but Mane, Firmino, you know, they're not quite been there. They're not quite had the spark that they've had in previous seasons. Um, I expect them to strengthen and come back uh, in some shape or form. And they're not out of the race for the Champions League, you know. They're, mm. they're, they're there and they're about, they're, they're chasing down. It's an interesting uh, race that in the Premier League because you've got Chelsea, there, Leicester who are faltering. They've got an FA Cup semi-final on Sunday, Leicester. They've been in third place all season. It seemed like they were nailed on, but they've just lost their last couple of games. They're just slipping out. Chelsea have got this difficult run coming up because they've got they've got a lot on their plate with um, with with Champions League as we said. We've got FA Cup semi-finals. They've got and they've got a very difficult running. They've got to play Man United. They've got to play Man City in the league. So that and then you've got the likes of Liverpool, Tottenham, Everton all snapping at their heels, and West Ham, of course, in fourth, uh, trying to trying to stay in there as well. So it's it, it's going to be a really you know, interesting battle towards the end of the season, I think, in the Premier League for those for the Champions League places. But I think we can say Manchester City have, have won it. And will Chelsea have enough to stop them getting to yet another cup final tomorrow? 
remains to be seen. And when we're talking a quadruple, it could all kind of unravel in the next seven days, couldn't it? I mean, Who knows? They yeah. could lose to Chelsea. They could lose, you know, one-off games. Anything mm. can happen, as, as we have seen. So I think that'd be a great game to watch, though. Uh, like I say, 5.30 kickoff UK. That's half past midnight our time. Uh, and the other semi-final is on Sunday. That's a bit late. It's going to be 1.30 in the morning, uh, Monday morning, I guess, for us. And it's Leicester against Southampton. So two teams are a bit out of form at the moment. I mean, I wouldn't you know, I'd toss a coin for this one, which is going to go on form over the season. You say Leicester probably going to get the cup final. But as I say, they've lost their last couple of games. They lost to West Ham 3-2. They lost to Man City 2-0. Southampton got turned over by West Brom of all teams 3-0 on Monday. You know, and they're, wow. they're going to have to put that behind them very, very quickly. And mm. they are prone to leaking goals at the moment, Southampton. They've got a bit of firepower up front with Danny Ings and players like this and, and you know, and Ched Atkins and, 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 and other players. But, uh, you know, I think that's a... You know, look at the prize for one of those clubs, a, a Wembley Cup final, where there may be fans allowed. There's going to be 4,000 fans allowed in as a test event at this one on Sunday sure. as well. First football match for a long time that we've had any spectators in at all. So uh, Leicester Let's Southampton, boyed yeah. by uh, a few thousand fans and uh, a big prize of a, an FA Cup final at the end of that one. Uh, but I, there is some Premier League action this uh, weekend as well. Yeah, I love that phrase. So, I love that phrase, leaking goals. I love that. <laughs> Well, they are. I mean, you know, 3-0 against West Brom says it all. I mean, West yeah. Brom were a team that, that could hardly score a goal this season. Mm. And they, you know, they, mind you, they went to Chelsea and won 5-2 the week before. They've, Sam Allardyce has given them an outside chance of, uh, of, mis of avoiding the drop themselves. But we remain to be seen on that. But there's some really pivotal Premier League action this week either side of the cuts. Tonight, we've got Everton against Tottenham. As I said, you know, Tottenham, I think, in sixth, Everton in eighth, still chasing you know, trying to get into those Champion League spots. That's a big one. You know, both both teams dare not win that. And both teams a little bit out of form as well themselves. And then tomorrow, uh, we've got Newcastle against West Ham. Pivotal at both ends of the table. Newcastle just hit a little bit of form, giving themselves a bit of daylight between themselves and Fulham, uh, who are, are in the relegation spots. But they need to keep that going. And West Ham up there in fourth, wanting to get what would be a real... Real big achievement for David Moyes and West Ham if they could get in the champ. No one at the start of the season would have considered West Ham to be up there mm. in with a shout of Champions League place next season. Be fantastic if they can can uh, continue that. So that's a 7:30 p.m. kickoff our time tomorrow. Newcastle v West Ham. Other games this weekend we've got Wolves Sheffield United tomorrow. Arsenal v Fulham on Sunday. Man United v Burnley on Sunday as well. Leeds v Liverpool on Monday. That's kind of football this weekend. Seems, but, you know, so many mm. issues uh, going on and things to talk about and watch yeah. out for. It's going to be a great weekend, I think. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a, it seems like a full weekend of football. It sounds like we're, we're sort of really back in it now. And we're yeah, we're it. coming down to the nub end of the season. And, and <laughs> even if it's going to be a smattering of fans inside, you know, Wembley Stadium, which can hold, what, 90, 100,000, even with 4,000 fans there. And there's going to be 8,000 fans at the League Cup final the following week. Let's hope it all goes off safely, COVID-wise and everything, and we can get a few fans back in, because that's the... I think, you know, the likes of Liverpool and so on talk about their injuries and that, but also not playing, not being able to play in front of fans mm. at somewhere like Anfield, which is intimidating. It's a fortress for them. Without the fans, that's been a big factor in their their, their sort of, I wouldn't say demise, but their, the fact that they're not competing for trophies this season. Okay. Um, but finally, we've got to, yeah. Yeah, quick quick talk about F1, yeah, shall we? Yeah, uh, second Grand Prix of the season coming up this weekend. Uh, the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix in Italy, uh, Imola. Um, yeah, second race of the season. Absolute thriller in Bahrain, first race of the season, three weeks ago. You know, we had the weekend where... 
Red Bull looked quicker all weekend, uh, was strongest in qualifying, uh, and were definitely quicker in the race. But Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton, strategy, tactics, and skill, and they won the day. And I think it's uh, it's set up a, a fascinating battle this season because clearly Red Bull and, and Mercedes are are the two the two top teams. But it looks like Red Bull have got the edge, not Mercedes this season. And there are a few snapping at their heels. You know, the the the, the Ferrari look like they they're getting back some sort of form. But you know that McLaren looked very strong. Renault, which are now called Alpine, looked strong. Alpha, uh, um, I was going to say Aston Martin, which used to be Racing Point, they looked strong as well. So I think there's going to be there's going to be some fascinating battles in the midfield. But it, we're all looking up at the top there. And uh, of course, as I say, it was strategy that won Mercedes the first race of the season. And Lewis Hamilton's been been talking about it, and he was asked, "Is it?" going to be you know strategy and tactics going to be mercedes only weapon this season against the quicker quicker red bull here's lewis yeah well I mean, i'm hoping that we get the power to go along with you know the 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 race craft that we that i was able to use and then the strategy which which i think was great um i, I would hope not to be in the same position for too too long in terms of uh having to stop earlier and do longer stints and um, but it was it was super exciting, and I think it just showed that we've got a lot of strength through and through within this team. We've got a lot of work to do. We we are the hunters. I always love yeah. his his quiet demeanour. You know, it's it's, it's, it's super yeah. ex- it's super exciting. He's so sort of super cool and laid back, isn't he? <laughs> he but is, isn't he? Uh, yeah. And why not? He's seven times world champion, and he's the guy that. But I was an interesting comment at the end there. He said, "We're now the we're now the hunted." Like. Um, be, you know, oh, sorry, we're the hunters now, which means, mm. you know, we're not out in front being hunted mm. like we were. We've got to chase them, which is, is an interesting difference in mindset. And I think, you know, it's, it bodes for a fascinating season because, you know, with, with, with someone like Hamilton, he is so, uh, he doesn't make mistakes. The, the, you know, Verstappen overtook him with a couple of laps to go, but went off the track, track limits. Uh, had to give the place back. He made a mistake where he was all over it. Lewis doesn't make those mistakes so much under pressure, and that's what makes him the, obviously going for eight times uh, world champion, unprecedented this this season. A little bit of change in the in the timings because of Prince Philip's funeral tomorrow. If you're trying to catch the F1 today, as usual, uh, our time practice one, practice two will be like five o'clock and eight thirty from Imola. But tomorrow qualifying is going to be a bit earlier. Normally it'd be like nine o'clock on a Saturday night. It's going to be eight o'clock. And first practice, if you want to see that, that's an hour earlier as well at five o'clock our time. So don't miss out. Eight o'clock tomorrow night if you want to watch qualifying. Race from nine o'clock uh, on Sunday night, as usual, from Imola. Uh, and can can the Red Bulls uh, uh, threaten, keep, keep, keep ahead of Mercedes? We'll see in qualifying. And, and can Mercedes... Uh, Win it with tactics and strategy and, and a little bit of a uh, little bit of sleight of hand. We'll see. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a fascinating battle all season, I think, and I think it's going to be closer than we've seen for some years. So, really looking forward to it. So, uh, lots of football to look forward to. Lots of Formula One. Going to be a good weekend of sport. A full weekend of sport, Danny. As ever, thanks for sports and all. See you.